headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. This is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you, America, help you win in your life, specifically with your money, your relationships, and your work. The phone number is 888-825-5225. It's a free call. 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman. John Deloney joins me this hour. And we've got uh, the good doctor is in here. So this is your mental health and relationship uh, expert. And then I'm in the workspace here at Ramsey. So we don't have a money personality on, but that doesn't mean we aren't going to take money calls. Because we are. We're going to take your money calls, your work-related calls, and then mental health. By the way, they all work together. John and I were talking about this the other day, uh, about how if your work life is sucking you're going to drag that home with you and if your home life is on fire you're bringing that to the office so all the calls money relationships work mental health today we want to help you You ready to go yeah and by the way if your money's not going well there's no way you can be well that's correct no matter what you're doing if you're driving to work and you don't know if you have the money to put gas in your car your work day is not gonna be great that's true it all works together man absolutely right so let's start it off with barbara in reno nevada they tell me not nevada Barbara, how can we help? <laughs> Hi, Ken. Hi, Dr. John. How um, are you? Thank you for good. How are you guys? Good. We're having fun. What's going on with you today? Um, well, first, I just want to appreciate you saying Nevada right. <laughs> I got to tell you, I've said it wrong enough to finally get it right. It's Nevada. Even though I want to say Nevada, it's Nevada. <laughs> awesome. So the reason I'm calling in is because um, I have committed plenty of... Um, financial infidelity trying to help my father who's disabled um he has little to no income Mm. and um it's becoming a problem obviously in my marriage because we're now in beef step two we're wanting to you know knock all this debt out but at the same time feel kind of emotionally tied like wanting to help my father but like wanting to stay faithful to my you know my finances so what has happened up to this point? Give give the good doctor here uh, a bit of a sample of what financial infidelity has looked like up to this moment. So my father's come to me for loans. Um, and, you know, not we're not talking like big numbers, like thousands of dollars or anything like that, but, you know, maybe in like the hundreds range. Um, but like we're, my husband and I are kind of like, low income mm-hmm. so it's it's a big deal when we loan out you know a couple hundred dollars what's or your whatever. combined income um right now uh it's we're a one income household and um How we're come? shy of thirty nine thousand. why are you a one um income household um so i'm a stay-at-home mom right now but um i just uh i got i had a work injury and so um i've been kind of stuck at home you know what kind of work um, injury so i hurt my back okay. at work can, um, can you get a job working from home uh i was i'm looking into it but um the main thing is that like with my dad it's kind of become a little bit of like i don't i don't know if emotional manipulations become kind of like a strong nope I don't know if that's uh, listen strong I'm, I'm just, i just want to stop right there a hundred percent of this is on you yes Okay. I agree. So what your dad is doing, what he knows to do, which is to ask you for money and he gets it from you. Right. And so if you cut that off or if you say, hey, dad, it's not a good time, he's going to use whatever tactics he knows. And if he was on the phone, I would say, stop doing that. But the fact that he gets an exchange 
Money comes from your account to him. He he plays no part in that. You give it to him for whatever reason, okay? So whether he's manipulating you, being mean, talk, whatever, you are handing him the money. And at the same time, you're choosing to lie to your husband about it. You're absolutely right. So I and want you to take full selfish. ownership, the same ownership as, and the reason Ken's asking you about what does this look like, and I'm asking you about working from home, is it's real easy to get into this, well, I can't do this, and I can't do this, but I have to do this, mm-hmm. and I just think there's a big box of bullcrap to most all of that. Yeah, You mm-hmm. can get a work from home job. Millions and millions and millions of people have done it. Yeah, in and, fact, her answer to your question you asked her point blank, can you? And you said, Barbara, we're not picking on you, but your response was, well, I'm looking into that. When the answer was yes or no, and the answer is yes, unless the kids are eating up all of your time, but you worked prior to the back injury. So the question becomes now, how long before the back is healed? When does the doctor say you can now resume whatever your previous duties were? The point we're asking here is, is you've got to make some changes. Number one, we need more income. At this point in Reno, Nevada in 2023, with you have the ability to work at home or in the office, your choice, there's no way you guys should be making 39000 gross. That's a separate issue from you giving your dad money. But either way, we've got to make some really clear changes in our life. And it's also easy to get buried by shame. You do one, you, you don't tell the truth one time, and then that piles onto this, and it piles onto that. And so... What I want you to do is to begin to think of yourself, imagining yourself standing up on your own two feet and saying, I'm taking control of all of this. Now, have you, has your husband asked you point blank, where's all this money? And you're like, I don't know. And you, you've lied to him or you, have you just done this thing quietly? So um, it, I, my husband and I started talking about it a few months ago, maybe more than that, because um, obviously like things started to get tight and it was like, oh, well, how come we can't, you know, afford that and and then you know I had to kind of complain about it and so now we're kind of on you know I've told him like I'm going to put my foot down because you're absolutely right um I the onus is on me like I'm the one that needs to have the backbone to be like you know I'm sorry dad I can't and that's true because we don't we don't have the money but I do agree with you guys I definitely need to um get us you know a job from home. Um, I'm not opposed to that at all. Um, so he, to answer your question, my husband is aware he's, he, you know, we've, I've made, we've made an agreement together that I'm not going to fall back on that. I'm not going to, you know, feel, um, uh, what's the word? Like, I, I'm not going to do that anymore. Barbara, Just, one yeah. of the things that you guys probably should do is a budget. If you guys done a, a an every dollar budget, using our world-class app, or the point is a zero-based budget where we're going to spend every dollar on paper because this is an extra layer of accountability. If you're both communicating on the budget, then the agreement that you just made or you mentioned has more teeth. Have you guys done this? Um, Yes, so we have a budget. Um, We actually need to um, plug back into the dollar every dollar app. Yeah, because there's not a line item for dad anymore. Right. Or if there is. Or if like, there is, you agree on We're going to send him 50 point. bucks a month, yeah. and that's what we've agreed on. I, if my dad was disabled and, and could not eat without support, I would have a hard time not helping. Okay? Yeah, of But course. I would have to sit down and be honest with my wife about it and not lie and hide about it. And maybe I can't send him 500 bucks like I want to, but I can do 50. And I would recommend you and your husband getting on a phone call with dad so you're both on the same page and say, Dad, we've done a budget. We can no longer afford to support you. 
we can do this or we can't do anything. And that's the way it's going to be moving forward. So you're both on the same page. Dad can't pull anybody's heartstrings. And then y'all can get lined up and go forward together. But you got to get a job ASAP. Thanks for the call, Barbara. Don't move, folks. More of your calls coming up. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by Dr. John Deloney. We are here for you this hour. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Let's go to Omaha, Nebraska now, where Jack awaits. Jack, how can we help? Hi, so I'm 19, and a couple months ago, I had gotten back from vacation with uh, family, and my car, well, my previous car was a Ford Fusion, 2017 i bought it for $15,000. I took out a loan, probably not the best idea. Uh, and within a couple months I had the engine overheating all the time and head gaskets started blowing. So that car I had to like end up fixing, which ended up costing around like two to three grand. And then there were just one issue after another. And by uh, July of this year, I had to trade it in and was about $8,000 under on that car loan. And everybody that was uh, helping me find cars and everything ended up telling me that it would be a great idea to get this Hyundai Tucson 2020, which probably shouldn't take other people's advice that aren't in a great position. But uh, but I did, and now I'm having a car payment that's right around $500 a month, six or seven percent interest and the overall loans twenty eight thousand dollars and i'm just curious what you guys think the best route would be to uh get out of this situation okay do you have any cash at all uh i've got a thousand cash then i've got right around eighteen thousand in investments what kind of investments uh stock market just uh normal ETFs like uh S&P 500, VTI and uh QQQ and stuff. Okay. Well, uh because these are stocks, this is not a retirement account. 
because people call all the time on the show and they'll ask us, should I take money from my 401k or retirement accounts to pay off debt? And the answer is no, because uh, you're not getting dollar for dollar there uh, and you're hurting your investment strategy. But in this case, with the stocks, uh, as volatile as they are, we absolutely, in this case, would say, yeah, cash out those stocks. That's 18. Of course, you're going to take a little hit on that. Uh, but that's going to allow right. you to make a huge dent in this car. And and then uh, my guess is you could knock this thing out with that kind of a headwind. What kind of income do you make? Uh, right now I'm making about uh, 700 a week after tax. Okay. All right. So what do you do for a living? Uh, HVAC, and then I got a part-time gas station job. All right. Is that part-time gas station job in- included in the 2800 net per month? Uh, yep. Okay. What well, are you doing for HVAC? You only make twenty eight hundred bucks. I'm surprised you're not making more money. I had some HVAC guys out, and I uh, sneezed, and they charged me twenty eight hundred dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, I'm a first year guy. I've been here for four months now, okay. and I'm just working on new residential buildings. So I'm just making that base. Are you I'll in an apprenticeship? In an hour in that. Uh, yep. Yep. So I'm going to be starting school actually two weeks from now. Okay. Is that the only debt you and, have? Uh, Oh, uh, yep. Oh, uh, 200 on credit cards, but I pay off. I don't carry a balance month to month. Okay. But all right, John, uh, you want to take on about, the... Go ahead. Oops, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I am thinking about canceling the credit cards because the cash back, it's 1%. It <laughs> yeah. Totally well, really that's a game that, that uh, that's a game you're going to lose. A hundred percent. That's a game that smart people right. <laughs> came up to come after your money. Not saying you're not smart, but you did buy two dumb cars in a row. So you're smart. Your track record with money is not. Cancel those cards immediately, right. dude. Just get rid of them. Yeah. Okay. And, and I would sell all your stocks. And this is um, what we call a knucklehead tax. And you're 19 years old, dude. I've made stupid decisions with money um, way, way older than you. So you've learned your lesson here. Don't take money advice from broke people. Right. Don't borrow money on depreciating assets. It's just such a dumb, dumb thing to do. And um, right, man. Uh- <laughs> When you start this apprenticeship, when you are you going to go up in salary? That's so low. That's I don't know how you're eating. Is what I'm saying. Um. Yes. So I started off at uh, fifteen fifty an hour the first like two weeks. Okay. And they bumped me up to sixteen fifty, and then just last week they bumped me up an extra fifty cents. Okay. Yeah. All right, I so think you've got a path forward. Is that what you want to do? You want to be in that HVAC space? Oh, yeah, because I know that there's definitely money to be made there after probably. It, it takes some years and any kind of trade to really start making good money. Yeah, and, let me tell you uh, what I would do if I were you. Means, I, would, okay. I would bounce on the uh, gas station job as soon as we replace the okay. gas station job. So you need every, every nickel coming in right now because we want to knock this out. But uh, with your skill set, uh, you're, you're handy enough, intelligent enough, two things that I'm not to fix an HVAC system, there's a lot more hourly opportunities for you out there using your hands, working multiple jobs. If you're a laborer for a, for an electrician or I don't care, I would be in those trades working as much as I can because if you take that stock, uh, the stock dividends, you're going to cash the stock out, I would pay this truck off and you're going to be out of this thing pretty quickly if you get very serious. The question is, can you put $1,000 a month? I'm just taking minimum $1,000 a month uh, towards this debt. Could you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Because, the my only uh, expenses right now, I don't have to pay rent because I live with my dad. Uh, right. So right now my only expenses is phone bill 
and cars and insurance. Yeah. I mean, be working like a madman and knock this payment out. So get rid of the stocks immediately put it towards the car loan, and then get that car loan on a whiteboard or on your mirror, and that's the number, and you go, okay, if I put 1000 or 1500 or 1200 or 2000 a month, then I'm paying this thing off. And the nice thing is you got a decent car, a pretty nice car, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's a good and, car. And you, you've paid it right. off. And to John's point, you're not going to go down this road again. Hey, here's what I would do if I were you, to Ken's point. This Saturday, right after Thanksgiving, actually Friday after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, okay. I would print off... 500 flyers that I will okay. do all sorts of, I'll hang your ceiling fan, I'll put up your Christmas lights, I'll help you get your tree in, and I'll throw away your tree when we get done. And I would quit that okay. that that job. Dude, you can rack up some cash. Because you know what my wife said the other day over Christmas break? Hey, I need you to hang these two ceiling fans. I need to mm-hmm. change these three light fixtures out. Mm-hmm. And dude, if some kid knocked on my door, some 19-year-old knocked on my door and said, hey, I'll do that for 350 I would hire you right this second. Yeah. Right to come in on okay. a ladder, hang a ceiling fan, and you know how to do all that stuff. If you want to drive to Franklin, John and I have jobs for you right now. I'm right, kidding. Like don't right do now, that. don't please don't do that. Don't drive here. I'm yeah, we've kidding. had people do. We had stuff. people take us seriously. I just yeah, realized exactly. But listen, I would go flyer your neighborhood the day after Thanksgiving, and yeah. I'm telling you, okay. you're going to get some jobs. Yeah, enough to quit that that secondary job, and you're going to be in people's homes. You're going to yeah. be practicing some of those skills you'll use as an HVAC guy. It's going to be fantastic work. Right. Yeah, you can do this, man. Okay. So you got it. And here's Sell the deal. Sell all stock today. Get rid of the credit cards. Okay? Let me just walk okay. you through. How long have you been listening to the show or watching? Oh, man. At least a little bit before I was uh, 18. So probably like a year and a half. All right. So are ago. you familiar with our baby steps? Yep. All right. Then that's what you're doing here. You're in baby step two. You've got the $1,000 in savings. Don't touch that. The stocks. Okay. And then you're getting after it two and three jobs like john said and once you get the car paid off now you're going into baby step three let's get three to six months of your expenses in the bank and then after that 15 percent of that check my friend and then you're off and running okay. and you're going to be a millionaire a millionaire hvac guy who maybe owns his own company and creates jobs okay that's right. that's how close you are to changing your life you got okay. it and when you do this, yep. you're going to start a company, and I want you to take care of the 19 and 20-year-olds who come and join your company. Oh. When you hire them, I want you to sit down and walk them through what financial freedom actually feels like, because yeah. you're going to be on the other side of this. Love thing. that. Uh, Jack, you can do this. We're cheering for you. Uh, no more listening to people who are broke on their car ideas. That just never works. But uh, he's going to have a paid-off Hyundai pretty soon. Yeah. And it's 2020. Good. It's going to last another decade. It really will. be fantastic. It really will. Great stuff. All right. He is Dr. John Deloney. I'm Ken Coleman, and this is The Ramsey Show. Don't move, America. More of your calls coming right up. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. 
Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney joins me. I'm Ken Coleman, and we are here for you this hour, 888-825-5225. Hey, uh, folks, it's Turkey Week. Thanksgiving is going to be here in just a couple of days, and, uh, well, Ramsey's joined the craze. I mean, let's be honest. Black Friday, some of you people live for this. Your big deals. Well, we've got the Black Friday uh, deal going on now. How about that? Early access to some of our best deals of the year. Great gifts for family and friends as low as $8. All audiobook gift cards are $8. Gee whiz, John. We spent a lot of time in the studio reading those things. Doesn't matter. Dave just sells all our stuff. Gee whiz. Shop all the best-selling books out there uh, for just $10 each. Financial Peace University, also at the lowest price of the year at $59.99. Rachel Cruz and all of her wallets in 73 colors. She has more colors of that wallet than Crayola has crayons. Uh, All of those are there. And, of course, John, speaking of more colors than Crayola, the Quest for Humans 2001 edition, as in the 2000th edition of those cards, uh, those are also available. The popular Christmas edition. I hope there's a uh, Christmas vacation question in that I'm not bunch. crazy. Of course there is. Okay, good. And uh, you can get all of those great gifts at uh, uh, RamseySolutions.com slash store, RamseySolutions.com slash store. And while you're perusing... Hit some of the Ken Coleman products because I have two teenage boys. <laughs> and so is that a sympathy ask? You absolutely better believe That's it. why I, I head to the woods and, <laughs> and bring right. food home myself because I right. got one Well, teenager. you got one, and he's got the hollow leg already, oh, I'm sure. Gosh. Today's question of the day is sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. When you want to repair, maintain, or improve your home, stop wasting time scrolling through pages and pages of providers. Neighborly is all you need to remember for a nationwide network of local home service professionals. Visit neighborly.com slash Ramsey to find a reliable helper near you. All right, today's question comes from Marie in Arizona. Marie writes, My husband charges me 41% of my pay for rent and utilities. Huh? <laughs> what? Wow. Lovely fellow. I think we can stop right there. I do too. Wow. I... I... <laughs> Do you do you want me to read the Ken, rest? No, you and I are so, friends. We hang out. We you, do. You know how rare it is that I'm speechless, and yeah. I'm just trying to think of what it would be like if I sat down with my wife and said, "Uh, I've done the math. You owe me." Anyway, I work thirty hours a week and only make thirty five thousand dollars. There's so much wrong here. Mm-hmm. We went through FPU, so I have been debt free for years, but my husband has never really been debt free. You didn't go through FPU. I used about $80,000 to pay my husband's debts to help him be debt-free several times over the past seven years, but he doesn't stay debt-free. He even wow. racked up 14000 behind my back. I refused to pay the debt off after that. I don't have the money to help him, nor do I want to. We keep our money separate now till he cleans up his debt and learns to handle money. It's hard for me to save money when I'm paying him that much of what I make, but he said if I had to go rent an apartment, I would pay that much or more. Oh, geez. Or more. I feel stuck. 
Wow. Um, <clears throat> this guy needs the wiffle ball bat treatment. Yeah, you know? there's very rare. Smack him around a little bit. Jeez. This whole thing is a wreck. Uh, Marie, if I was you, or you were my sister, or you were my close friend, I would tell you to um, head directly to a marriage counselor or a therapist by yourself, not a marriage counselor, because he's not going to go. Because you're you're married to a seven-year-old who has um, access to adult toys and adult financial institutions. And I would ask, how do I begin to separate myself from this marriage? Because... This is somebody who has cheated on you over and over and over and over again. Over and over again. And um, there's no way this doesn't just keep happening. And so you're right. If you have to go rent an apartment, you'd pay that much more. Anyway, cool. Then that's what I'm going to go do. And it's very, very rare that I tell somebody that. But this is somebody that I guarantee you, I, I'd be willing to, I don't have a lot, but I'd be willing to bet what I got that this isn't the only thing that he is um, cheating on you. Um, this is not the only way he's cheating on you. Um, I can Does guarantee- this feel abusive to yeah, you? Yeah, 100%. The, the, this, kind of ad, this kind of behavior doesn't happen if there's not an alcohol issue, if there's not a drug issue, if there's not somebody on the side issue, if there's not some emotional, psychological abuse. This is a wreck. Yeah. This, is, this doesn't happen in a vacuum like this. No. And so um just the language you're using tells me you have had to separate yourself from this marriage while being stuck inside of it to keep yourself safe and keep yourself fed and keep yourself housed and it's time for you to be able to breathe and to walk in your own home and drop your shoulders instead of tensing up even more so um, i'd go sit with a professional and begin to ask that question and if he comes around and says oh she's serious then good on y'all i always love a last second um uh, everybody decides we're going to be grown-ups but Marie, you are you're an abusive mess here, and it's time to, it's time to go sit with a professional ASAP. Yeah. Um, John, I'm not a fan of, of separation, and certainly not divorce. I know there are cases where it needs to happen. This one feels like um, I'm glad you told her to go see a therapist. Uh, my question, putting you on the spot, is um, yes for her, but I would tell her. Tell me if I'm wrong. Push back here. Mm-hmm. I'd tell her in in the course of doing that to go ahead and separate for the point of there's no longer going to be you paying him 41% of your pay for rent and utilities. We're going to separate until he gets a correct of reality. Yeah. So this is crushing her. That's right. They're already living separately. Do you have a problem with that? No. In fact, um, that feels like he needs a wake up call. A 30 day separation just to let the smoke clear is often really good. And when you do that, you want to have, um, for lack of better terms, a contract. Here's when I'm coming back. Here's here's where we're going to meet at for lunch to talk after 30 days. But yeah, um, this guy's living a delusional life that she has continued to duct tape um, yeah. together for him so that he can keep flexing and walking around Arizona as though he runs stuff. Um, it's time for her to get out of this because this this kind of crap escalates yeah. and it just gets worse and yeah, worse. So. It's tough. I hate this for you, Marie. Thank you for the question, Marie. Uh, Brian is up next now in Jackson, Mississippi. Brian, how can we help? Hey, guys. Thanks so much. Um, I hope I've got kind of a fun question here for you. Um, I'm excited about it. So uh, my 16-year-old son um, started started off cutting yards. Um, actually, this past summer, cut enough yards that he's sitting with a couple thousand dollars in his bank account. He bought a zero-turn mower so he could cut more yards faster I'm a little with jealous. his own money. Um, he has he's done an incredible job. All that while 
being in band in high school and doing band camp and all the practices and everything that he has with that. Uh, so he's doing really awesome with it. Um, and now because of his hard work ethic, um, the church that we're at has um, hired him to be their custodian, um, which is about a about a maybe a ten hour a week job, and he makes two hundred dollars a week. So he's making really re- got an opportunity as a sixteen year old kid make really really good money between that and his yard business. Way to go, Dad! Yeah, you're Dad of the Year too, man. Good for you because that kind of stuff doesn't happen well, in a vacuum. He's watched his old man work really hard, so good for you, man. Well, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. And he's he does really well when he gets busy. He hires his younger brother, nice. sometimes his younger sister, to come help him. Um, hey, Brian, kind of we thing, got so. we got about a minute and a half. We want to help you out. Okay. What, what's your question? My question is, he I've talked to him about investing everything with that. He doesn't know for sure what he wants to do about college, but he's got grades and bands, things that'll help a lot mm-hmm. of scholarships, but. Uh, he wants to do something good with this money. That whether it's college, whether it's ten years down the road for a you know for a down payment on a house, mm-hmm. whether it's you know whatever it is, he wants to be smart because he's going to be making more money than the sixteen year old needs. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, trying to help him guide him along with that. Was I would get him a high yield savings account, uh, not just your bank savings account. I would shop around. Uh, my wife and I have got a great. A high yield saving account that's paying us uh, close to six percent right now. Uh, so I would park that money because of what you just said. He's got a lot of options, and so I wouldn't be investing that right now. I'd be piling it up, stacking it up uh, in a high yield savings account to get the most out of it. And right now, the interest rates are in a really great place for that. So show him how that's working. Uh, just keep feeding that engine. You know, he's got, he's tasting it, he's seeing it, and uh, I'd keep feeding it. Just show him, hey, right now we're going to stack it so that you can use it any way you want to as we get a better uh, a better view, if you will, of his future. But you're a good dad, Brian. It's a good kid right there. i got to get me a zero turn. Problem is I have a postage stamp of a one. yard. It's, it's a lot of fun. Oh, I'm coming out to your house this weekend. This is The Ramsey Show. to the Ramsey Show, where we help you win with your money, your relationships, and your work. All three of those need to be in sync for you to live a fulfilled, peaceful, enjoyable life, and we want to help you do that. The phone number is 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225. Dr. John Deloney joins me. I'm Ken Coleman, and we are here for you this hour. Let's go to St. Louis, Missouri. Roy is there. Roy, how can we help? Hello. Hi. Well, uh, I guess let me start. Um, I'll start with the worst. I was recently diagnosed with a rare cancer. I have about three and a half to five years life expectancy. Wow. My wife and I, just mm. before the diagnosis, I knew this was coming. At the time, I had no insurance. So we got a medical divorce, and we put uh, everything that I had of value went to her. So the home was in both our names. It is in her name. We had two rental properties that are now been moved to her name. Also, a small business that we have uh, that was moved to her name. She took uh, my retirement from a job and what we put together back. 
and we have about $26,000 in credit card debt combined together, and I have a student loan for $7,500. We have about $175,000 put back for retirement and about $10,000 in cash. So my question is, what debt should we... We also have HELOC. I'm sorry, HELOC for 40000 My question is, is what debt should we approach first? And if I were to die before my debt was paid off, she would be not responsible for it. Are the rentals so, are the rentals cash flowing? Are they paid off? Are those also debt? Uh, their debt... Uh, they, they they pay for themselves. They cover the uh, the mortgage. They cover insurance and taxes and some basic upkeep each year. So walk me through. I just want the full picture here before John and I weigh in. Give me the two rental homes, uh, the debt plus what you think you could get for them today. Let's go uh, rental home one. Rental home one. I owe a, we owe we I guess or she owes around forty thousand, and I believe it would bring one twenty. Okay, number two. Rental house number two, um, about old, about forty-three, and it should bring about one twenty as well. They're both exactly the same size, square footage, same footprint. And let me make sure I heard you correctly. Those are spitting off just enough to take care of your your basics. You're not really in the profit once you look at uh, improvements and things of that nature. Uh, Maybe altogether a piece, maybe a thousand dollars a year. They clear. A thousand dollars a year, both of them combined. Clear, yes. Okay. Well, um, okay. Uh, and let me make sure I got everything else. We have the lowest debt you have is a seventy-five hundred dollars student loan. Next is the twenty-six thousand credit card debt. If I got that right. Correct. And forty k in um uh uh excuse me. I'm, thank you. Okay. So, and we have ten thousand in cash. Are you familiar with our baby steps? Before I walk you through this, I don't want. Uh, Yes, I've been listening to the show off and on for several years, and I'm all over the place on the baby steps. All right, so let me just give you the basics, because this is going to walk you through what what we would tell you to do. Mm -hmm. So the first thing we say is we put $1,000 in the bank, uh, which is just a basic starter emergency fund. You've got ten dollars right now, okay? Mm -hmm. Then we would say baby step two is we go smallest to largest debts. We pay off the smallest debt first. That's for momentum purposes. So that means we would take on the $7,500 student loan. Whatever the minimum payment is on that, we would roll that into the credit card debt next once we paid off the $7,500 loan. So we go smallest to largest. That means debt one that we go after first is student loan, debt two, the credit cards, debt three, the HELOC. Does that make sense so far? Yes. Okay, great. So Based on what you've given me, we've got ten thousand in cash. We're going to take nine thousand of that, leaving you one thousand. You still with me? Yes. And we're going to pay off the student loan as soon as the phone calls over. That still okay. leaves you fifteen hundred dollars. You're still tracking with me? Yes, I am. Excellent. So then we're going to take the fifteen hundred dollars left over, and we're going to put it on the twenty-six thousand dollar total debt. So if those are multiple cards then you would, you would go at it that way. Do you understand what I'm saying? So is that all one card or multiple cards equal to uh, 26? Two different cards. All right. What is the debt on each of the two cards? Uh, one is around 11000 and one is around fifteen. Okay, great. So we're still in order. So we're going to go, we pay off, we take the nine out of savings, 
pay off the student loan. We have $1,500. We put towards the $11,000 credit card. All right? And now that knocks that down to $9,500 if I'm keeping score properly. All right? So yeah. now you're off and running. Now, John, uh, I would sell one of these these rentals uh, immediately, if not sooner, and and I would wipe out the rest of this, just given the situation with your health uh, and what you guys are trying to do. That's what I would do. You don't have a lot left on these homes, uh, but what I would do is sell one. Now, this is me. John can weigh in here in a second. I'd sell one of these, and if they're both worth around 120 your numbers, 40000 in in uh, is what you got left on the first one. So that leaves you about eighty minus your realtor fee. So let's just say I've got sixty-five, sixty thousand. I'm going to pay off uh, the rest of the debt, and if I can, most of the other rental home. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? I'm cleaning all this up so that my wife has no debt at all as soon as possible. We're not going to wait three years. We want to get mm-hmm. after this now. That's what I would do, John. I, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't emphasize this enough. That you're like you mentioned it. You're all over the place. Who who gave you this? Is I've heard of this on the periphery, but you're the first person I've talked to. Who who walked you through this medical divorce? Um, I've been reading about it, and uh, we went and talked to a lawyer, and that's what we uh, kind of came up with. At the time where I was diagnosed, I did not have great insurance at all and when treatment started in 2022 me not being able to work i had nothing i eventually qualified for you know medicaid Mm -hmm. which is taking care of all my medical debt so far um and i just wanted to protect her and i had been reading where people where spouses had died with hundreds of thousands, if not millions, in medical debt from a, an illness. And I knew about this illness in 2021. So I was trying to prepare her and myself for a uh, worst possible outcome. Hmm. I just, I'm just trying to picture myself having to sit down with my wife and come up with either side of a, of a pretty grim calculation, right? Yeah, um, and I'm 56 and she's 62, so, you know, she doesn't have quite a few more years to work, and, you know, and, of course, you know, we know what my outcome is, so um, I was just trying to protect her the best that I could. I didn't want everything we've tried to save over the years just... Uh, Go away and be so are, are you confident that there will that they won't come after her anyway, or at least try tangle her up for years in legal proceedings? Um, according to our lawyer, they cannot come after her because whatever debt I incurred now, if I had medical debt, you know, I'm just me. Wow, what a Does that what make a sense? yeah! It's just such a disastrous state of the world we live in right now that that's the yeah that's the choice but um that's not the purpose of this call and so mm-hmm. i just want to tell you we love you and i hate that you're going through this i mean you're you're staring down the you're staring on a very short runway here and i i, I want to applaud you for the nobility of being noble and trying to think of everything i cannot tell you this enough minimize or minimize every and all variables 
sell everything you can, pay off everything you can. Your wife may not want to be a landlord after she loses you. At least give her that rental house paid off. At least give her her current home paid off. Pay off all of your debts that you can. And that means, yes, like Ken said, sell one of those homes. Clear up every single variable possible. Even if it's not as advantageous, you want to give your wife as smooth a sailing as possible. Tough call. Thank you, sir. We were praying for you. This is The Ramsey Show.